Hello, welcome back to the Tim Weichselbaum Show. My name is Tim Weichselbaum and I am coming to you live from some place in Texas, a state in the United States of America, North America. There are some comedians, I don't want to start on that subject, that would come off as bitter. That would come off as bitter if I open on shitting on other comedians. Anyway, I'm not a comedian, though, so I shouldn't have said other. That's something, that's a word that kind of slipped in, and I don't really, that implies that I'm a comedian. I don't consider myself a comedian anymore, unless you mean at heart. Like, I am always going to be a comedian at heart. So now I just say I used to do comedy, um... And that's sad, because I feel like I should keep doing it, just because I, I guess I am, I'll get more into that later. I, like I said, I don't really want to open on that subject. Who cares, dog? It's weird that I still need approval from my parents, yet I'm an adult. That's messed up. Like, why, I feel like that means that I didn't get enough of it as a kid. Like, how does that work? What, how do you, how do people become well-adjusted enough to not need approval from their parents anymore after certain... I don't get that. I think it's normal. I think some people can can do that. They could just be like, yeah, I don't need to... for them to approve of me anymore. And then it's a fucked-up thing. Anyway, I'm trying not to say the F word for no reason anymore. I mean, this is... this could be appropriate... I, it took me a while to do this episode. I kind of had a couple of false starts, and I was like, I don't have the confidence to talk into. I can't do this right now. Like I woke up in a very bad mood, but I and uh, like a particularly, I was just angry at things that were not going right. I was just in for things happening, like people, like I felt like I just wasn't standing up for myself or something. I don't, I don't know, man. And I have messed up hair right now, kind of. It's not messed up, but it's kind of getting longer. And like I was gonna wear a hat to cover it because that, because I think having messed up hair as an adult is a sign of mental illness. So I kind of I wanted to hide it. And the, anyway, they say uh, never meet your heroes. I haven't met any of my heroes, so I haven't, I don't know if that's a true thing or not. I've come, I haven't met any of my heroes. I assume they're douchebags, though. I assume all of them are douchebags. That's who I idolize. I idolize people that get into hot water, because I I idolize that. I think it's cool to be, like, considered a bad person. So that's who I idolize. Isn't that fucked up that that's true, though, for some people? It's not true for, I'm just kidding. I was just, like, talking out of my ass right there. But it is true that some people idolize people that are just bad people, like criminals. They just they idolize them. Isn't that crazy? Like Maxwell's Silver Hammer. That's a true song about a dude who murdered people with a silver hammer, and he had fangirls at it. He had like groupies at his trial when he went to trial. I don't think that's true, but I'm just saying I think it's, it could be true. Like, there's examples of that being true. Like, serial killers having, having like, fans. And, uh, so that's fucked up. It's kind of like, like with Trump. Like, people th- think it's fucked up to uh, be a fan of Trump because he's, like, a bad person, they say. I don't know if he's a bad person. I don't know the guy. And I don't know any of, of anything about his politics. I knew he wanted to build a wall... And he wanted, he liked domestic oil, domestic uh, fracking. I don't know. That's pretty much all I know about him. Uh, so, but other people think he's a bad person. They think if you like him, then you're a bad person. Like it just, it spreads to you. And I guess that could be true. Like if you like Hitler, does that make you a bad person? Not really. But if you actually like worship him and like act on it and like form a hate group and like join a neo-nazi does that make you a bad person still 
maybe not. I don't know. But but if you're a fan of a serial killer, are you a bad person? Um, definitely not. Definitely not. I don't think so. I think it's just human psychology to be interested in in like a fan of people that kill people because it's like, hey, I couldn't do that. It's like that's kind of interesting. There's, there's like a lore to it. It's like being. It's there's no difference whether it's fiction or nonfiction to the consumer of of the fandom. They don't give a shit if it. I mean. If you watch a sci-fi, if you watch Game of Thrones and you like one of the people that killed somebody on there, I don't even know if there's any cool characters that killed people on there. I don't really re- remember that show. Who cares? The point is, is I lost my train of thought. This is a good podcast, dude. Like I, I'm, I'm using the mic that all successful podcasters use, so that makes me feel like I'm a podcaster and I don't feel like I'm I've gotten any better at it since I started doing it so is it a skill to be a podcaster that's a good question somebody recommended me a podcast and I actually checked it out how crazy is that how often does that happen I checked it out like as soon as I got home which is even more fucked up that I had no other priorities above it that's fucked up. But anyway, it was cha- uh, it was uh, I'm not gonna say whose it was, because I have a because I know because I, uh, I I'm a fan of the person I'm a fan of them, but their podcast was trash. <laughs> it was boring. It was boring. Just some, just dudes just talking and drinking beer. It wasn't that. Inter- it was nothing interesting about it. I just don't have like I don't really care that much to just hear dudes just talking to their dude friends. It's very like. That particular podcast wasn't very good, but there's other ones that are there's other ones like that that are okay. But you gotta have something special about you to make a good to make it worthwhile. Like T not not TJ Miller. Um, wow, I have a brain. I just I just forgot the dude's name that I had, and then I said TJ Miller, and it went away. Theo Vaughn. He is a special dude. He he presents a a, a unique. Uh, talent uh, like he actually goes deep he's a good interviewer he knows how to, he's really good at what he does and it's not just a dude bullshitting with his friends there's so many of those I can't th- I mean that's what Joe Rogan that's what JRE is I guess just him bullshitting with his friends that's what it started as but he was the first to do it so that gave him a, a monopoly and then it became what it is today I mean but yeah the point is, is I suck at this, and I'm glad I'm still doing it though. It took a lot for me to do this episode, just based on like because I woke up in a bad mood, and so like even if something was successful, I probably wouldn't even be doing it for very long. I've stopped. I've ended things that were successful before. Like very often, I do that. It's like like if I think of a joke that works on stage. I stopped doing it because it's like, well, I already know it's funny. Okay, I'm going to go around the country telling it to, like, oh, i got to make sure everybody hears it. It's like, how narcissistic do I do I need to be? I, don't, I just don't get the, the desire to do that, to go around the country, literally take planes, go on, like, spend your life, hours and days of your life going to shitty, small cities and towns to tell a joke that you already know is funny and it might not work and then you'll be like well I already know it's funny so I don't know what's wrong with you guys I guess like maybe I didn't deliver it the right way because I already knew it was funny so I kind of it the sparkle wasn't there in my delivery but I already know it's funny so why am I doing that? What's the point? I guess to entertain people and to get paid and shit like that. But like, what's the point of just doing an act that you already know is funny? Like you spend all this time crafting the joke. It it kills. And so you know it's good. And then you get it to where it works again and again. You make it better and better. It's like, okay, that's the job. Just making people, just making jokes that are good enough to be said in front of the whole country and then just 
until you have to have ev- everybody has to hear it and then you put it on Netflix so even more people hear it and then I don't know it's a never ending cycle it sounds like it's a never ending uh f- thing scratch that can never be itched like that's that's a lot of work just to be just just for people to know that you're funny I don't care if other people know why do I got to prove that to other... I already know, so it's fun for me to be funny, but, like, in a mass-produced... Do I need to maximize? Like, I don't get it. That's why I'll never be a comedian, because uh, I just don't even get the point of being one in the first place. I feel like... I feel like this is not unique. Most comedians don't love that process. I think... The vast majority just want to do it because they think it's cool, and because they want to like get famous or something, and get use it, you know, get it, get a, an acting job. Who knows what other people do it for? I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's that fun to do it though, because you don't see that many people doing it, and I respect the people that do. I guess like, I just don't get it. I, I like okay, I'm driving. Uh, to the middle of the Midwest, some bum, some place you never heard of, like, uh, to tell jokes to a hostile crowd or something. And if it goes well, is it worth the journey? I guess just for the story, maybe like just, yeah, I made people laugh in a small town and I got paid a couple hundred bucks and it kind of offset the time (laughs) you don't get kind of paid for the gas, I guess. Uh, and that's it, though? You just got a story out of it. I mean, anyone could do that. Anyone could make a dumb bunch of drunk people laugh if they were in the right mindset. It's not that hard to make a room of drunk people laugh. You just be an asshole. You know? So I'm really downplaying the skill of comedy. like or the Not just the skill. I'm downplaying the uh, career of comedy. But if you make it, even then, yeah, I still wouldn't want to do it. I would just want to do podcasts where I fuck around with my friends, where I just bullshit with other dudes. And then other comics will go on their podcast and talk about how me bullshitting with my friends is not funny to them, and I'll be unfazed by it because I won't know that they did that. So this is going, this is a great episode. I got a lot to talk about today. This will be a two-hour one. No. Can you imagine two hours of <laughs> some asshole just talking for two hours to himself about like not, like how he's a failure? That would be funny just for that, just the fact that, hey, yeah, you did another podcast. Yeah, I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, last. Yeah, you, oh, you haven't heard it? Well, the last episode's pretty good. It was a two hour one. It's like, wait, so do you have how many, do you have guests on it? Like, how do you go for two hours just talking to yourself? Yeah, well, because I don't have a therapist, and I'm afraid of uh, the healthcare system because it's like stressful on my psychology to go through the the motions of getting a doctor and just being treated is stressful. Like getting an MRI because who knows what's wrong with me? I might need an MRI again, and that's stressful. Going through that process is stressful. Being medicated is just a stressful fucking process. So that's the reason it's two hours. This episode is two hours. They're not always. They're not all that long. And I haven't made any clips in a while. Like when I first started doing this, I cut up clips of what I thought was like the best parts. And I would have kept doing that, but it's been a while since I put out anything that I thought was worthy of other people seeing. So that's uh, that's a good sign that I'm really cooking with my confidence and my uh, self, uh, I don't know what you call it. I'm just not confident in anything that I'm doing, except for like maybe driving. I'm getting more confident behind the wheel. Like I can park better, like I'm better at parking, like I could get it in between the lines more often, I guess that's a yeah what else i'm more confident um when it comes to uh living in a house i could i'm nailing that i'm pretty good at that 
I uh, <laughs> I got a lot to talk about today. We're just get we're barely we're just we're just getting started, man. I don't even know where to start with this list of things that I thought would be worth talking about that I no longer care about, dog. <laughs> I wrote all this shit down that was like, okay, it's gonna be a great episode. I got all this shit to complain about. And now I don't care about any of it. So now I gotta like pretend that, that this is still interesting to me. No, I'll, I think I, I think like at least one of them is interesting. I already kind of mentioned how I resent uh, well adjusted people. I do. Like if you're well adjusted, like, how did, like, the, like the guy who hosts, uh, the podcast hot ones he's smug and i don't like that like he can handle hot sauce and he just watches his guests suffer while he's just perfectly fine and like what like what that makes me think he's a douche but i'm sure he's a nice guy it's just like that's like like that's a weird way to gain clout by being able to eat hot sauce okay it's like big deal dog like can you act? I don't know, man. That um, that was a good one. I got a lot of shit about like. Com- okay, here's one. Stereotypes. Stereotypes are fun for other people. Though, if you were, if you are a stereotype, it's not as fun. No, it's not fun to be a stereotype and have people make fun of you and prejudge you for shit. Because you fit into a mold of their perception, and then they just assume things. But that's not fun, you know. Um, and I'll and I'm a stereotype that people often complain about. I'm a nerd. I'm a crypto guy that moved, yeah, to Austin. That's obnoxious to people, dude. They talk shit about crypto guys all the time, and I don't blame them. I mean, I guess it is kind of gross. To be a crypto, like if I was just getting into crypto or if I wasn't already into it, I'd be like, why do I need this? If I was like in 20, like in this day, like in this country, what is the utility of crypto? So it would be a fucking obnoxious and it's already at a high, okay, it's $50,000. Here's this awesome new technology. It's like, okay. It's fifty thousand dollars to have one Bitcoin, so you need to buy point zero zero one if you want to have some, and you don't want to spend that much. Okay, that's exciting stuff, man. It's like, so if you haven't already been in it for a hundred for ten years, and you're not rich from it already, kind of late to the like. Who's just getting into it? Who's just being like, yeah, there's this new thing. It's called crypto. It's like, yeah, you mean that thing that you like so you're a billionaire like what are you talking about why you have to tell other people about it if you already know about it and it's been around for 10 years aren't you like a really rich person and that why do you spread in the word like why do you have to spread the word about something that was so easy to get rich from why would you tell other people about it i talk about it only as a joke because i know that it's funny it's interesting i don't i mean it is interesting to to not really what is interesting about it i guess i thought my particular story was interesting that i did okay from it but not in retrospect there's there's not that interesting so i don't like talking about it in other is what i'm saying because why what's like people who think the will smith thing was is fake and like to talk about how everyone is dumb who thinks it was real they're the new cutards they're the same people who claim that epstein didn't kill himself it's like yeah he did he was depressed who would want to be jeff epstein in 2019 you think he was had a good outlook when he was in a prison cell and knew he was going to go to jail for 20... Like, isn't that, like, basic logic? Like, just basic path of least resistance in terms... Like, what is the most logical thing that happened? Well, he was a billionaire, and now he's going to be in jail for the rest of his life, or he could kill himself and not have to go to prison for the rest and be hated by society. 
And I don't know, it just pisses me off that people like to think that they know the inner truth and they use that to shame other people and feel superior about themselves. It's a narcissism. It's just a form of narcissism. There's no logic in saying Will Smith slapped Chris Rock on, like that was a planned thing just to give the Oscars more what nobody watched it when it happened they're just talking about it. nobody's gonna watch the oscars next year because of that it's like oh who's gonna get punched this year it's like simple like who do people not think before they say shit ever like i i notice how often i stop myself mid-sentence you think maybe that's because i'm rethinking it as it comes out it's not because I'm a stutter. I don't have a stutter. No, it's called I have a brain. It's called I'm thinking as I'm speaking. And I go, wait, 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 that was dumb. Let me rephrase before I actually finish something stupid. Do other people just not have this inner sensor or dialogue? Conscious? Fucking I just don't like dumb people, man. That's why I don't like interacting with most people. Like even, I've, it's I, it puts me in this position where I don't interact with anybody because other smart people would all. I also don't like talking to because then they have the same feeling about me whenever I'm dumb, and they this is then they shame me for being dumb, and I go, well, fuck you. So it's like. Yeah, I, I like that they're smart. I like myself, but I would not like myself if I wasn't me. If I was like hanging out with me and I was giving myself looks for some dumb I just said, I'd be like, well, damn, you're an asshole. I would not want to hang out with me. But I have an excuse, at least. I mean, everyone has an You should have an excuse for being an ass. Anytime you do something asshole-ish, there should be something that excuses it, at least from your perspective. Like it, even if it's just, oh, I was having a bad day. You gotta at least tell that to somebody when you get called on it, because otherwise, you're basically just saying that you have like this deep-rooted problem that you're just you're just basically saying you're an asshole. Otherwise, if you have no excuse. Because sometimes everyone's an asshole. There's, I mean, nobody just goes through life without ever like doing something kind of dickish. I would think. So what do they say? They say they apologize if they if they really feel self-aware that they were indeed an asshole. They would say, "Sorry, I was having a bad. I was irritable because something happened." If you just don't excuse it, then you're admitting that you need help. I think, um, but. I have an I have an excuse. My usual excuse is that you perceived me, my uh, lack of out uh, outspokenness. No, my lack of outgoingness. You perceived that as me being a dick when actually I just um, I'm socially anxious. I just I'm shy and introverted and not extroverted. So you confused my introversion with unfriendliness and my excuse for that is autism people there's a lot of people people tell me i have i don't know if i actually have it but i sure know that other people think i do and i and uh and i tell them i go well at least i'd rather have a little bit of asperger's than be on the asshole spectrum like you clearly are by going around telling people they have autism uh, it's not exactly nice to tell somebody that, um, but at least I have an excuse for why you think I'm, if, <laughs> I don't know, like, there's a lot of people that don't have autism that say rude shit, and, um, I'm, I kind of would rather take, I, I'm, I'll take the autism, at least I have an excuse, is what I'm, at least that's a better excuse than just, oh, I'm just an asshole, I've always known I was an unusual person, so if it's not autism, gee, I'd, it better be. That's the best thing it could be. I mean, what? otherwise, I, I need serious help. I think I don't, I don't need, like, heavy medication to get over my problems. I think just a low dose 
of uh, psilocybin, something natural. I want to take something natural. Um, Because pharmaceuticals, like I want to develop them. I love pharmaceutical, big pharma. Yes, that's what I, I love big pharma. Uh, I like the idea of patenting a drug and making billions of dollars. That's it. What else is there to be said? That's the part I love about it. That is the most greed-satisfying thing in the world, having a monopoly on a chemical, on a molecule. Are you kidding? If you could just patent a molecule, don't you think you would be one of the richest people in the world? Well, that's how it works for pharmacies, for pharmaceuticals. If you invent a chemical, yeah, you get all the, you get all the money until the generic comes out until the patent expires. I don't know how that works. There's a for pharmaceuticals, you can't just have a patent for however long it expires after a while. I think it's a shorter expiration than regular patents because it'd be really easy to hoard a lot of wealth. Otherwise, it'd just be super easy. Well, now I'm I'm gonna buy this. Uh, I'm gonna buy this pharmacy. I'm gonna buy the patent. For cheap, because no one gives a fuck about this drug. It's like investing in a stock. You buy, you just buy up the patent, and then there'd be so much more monopolies. But that doesn't stop me from wanting some of that easy money. And can you imagine? Just okay. Here's this new drug. It's effective according to this study that we paid a billion dollars to produce. That brings me to, that just makes me annoyed that people think that just because there's a study for something that that means we got to support it. It's like, well, don't you realize money was spent to get the results? Like, you don't think it could be biased? Like, well, yeah, that's why it's double blind. Uh, that's why it's like peer reviewed. I go, yeah, but who the, okay, maybe there's some uh, credence to that. Maybe that's why it's called science. It's like, yeah, that's why it's science. If it's, not if it's a BS study, it'll get scrutinized as such. So I guess I'm still kind of white pilled or blue pilled. I guess I still believe in the scientific method because if not for that, what the hell else are you just are you basing reality off? Your instinct, like your intuition. Like I do believe in science despite my lack of getting the vaccine and all that. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I mean, I, I'm alive, so sorry if you, I mean, I, I wish I could be dead to really feel the, 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 the consequences, but then I wouldn't have learned that. I mean, I didn't learn anything because it turns out I was right. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't need the, to get it. I had an intuition that you, based on my critical thinking of the situation, I was, well, people were like, Hey, you should get the vaccine. I go, okay, thank you for your input. I didn't ask. And then I would think about it for about two seconds. I'd go, okay, should I get the vaccine? Well, somebody told me to do it, but I already had COVID, so I'm actually going to not get it because I haven't seen any data. Like, I haven't seen any compelling evidence that uh, you still need to get the vaccine if you've already had COVID. And then it turned out there were studies that confirmed that, yeah, if you have if you've got, if you had COVID, it gets way stronger than the vaccine. That that gives you way stronger immunity. So yeah, it's it's called critical thinking. I think about stuff myself. I don't let other people. I don't outsource my brains. See, this is what I was kind of get talking about before. Like, do people not know how to think in this fucking country? In this country. In this world, I mean, there's dumb people everywhere. I don't. I, I love. I love when people just think that that uh, dumbness is localized to America. I mean, th- we definitely are champions at that. We're amazing at it. We excel at it. But there's other. There's dumb people in every country for the most part. Maybe not Iceland. There's no dumb people in Iceland. But there's a lot of dumb people all over the place who don't know how to think. And I'm not saying, you know, what I mean by that is they outsource their thinking. They might not be dumb people. They might be capable of critical thinking, but they choose not to. And that is a dumb thing to do. 
It's double dumb. It's dumb in two ways. It's dumb because they chose not to do it, and it's also dumb because they're not doing it. Because if you did it, you would not be as dumb. You would gain the knowledge, or at least you'd gain a better insight or a more informed... Even if it's not more informed, it would just be more you. It'd be more... Okay, it's not... You can't call it informed if it's just you think... Like, me not getting the vaccine was not only my... Uh, I did not source the knowledge myself. I looked at many different like opinions. It wasn't like, and then I, it just I gravitated towards what made the most sense by law of average. I just averaged it out. Am I okay if I don't get it? Probably. Does that mean I'm I I'm totally a hundred percent right not to? No. It just means that I'm probably gonna be okay and. Even if I got it, who that's also would have been okay. I don't think either way would have been. It's just like, yeah, if I got it, I would probably be okay. It just, um, I guess I decided to just not, I almost got it. I was on the fence. I was like, oh, yeah, I should just probably just get it just for convenience of, uh, of uh, not having to worry about it or something. I almost got it. So, I mean, I'm not, so I wasn't that hard on either side. I was just like, yeah, I probably don't need to get it. Do I, am I going to die on this hill? Am I like, if somebody really forces me to get it, I don't know. Cause nobody forced me to get it. It's not how that is just, so I don't know. I don't care. The point is, is I thought about it and I, I was right. I, I was right. The herd is dumb. Herd immunity is dumb. No, herd immunity is awesome. Thank God we achieved it finally. Nobody's, you haven't really heard that. You don't really hear any news. You don't really hear CNN saying that we achieved herd immunity, even though I think we did. Do you see COVID going around anymore? I mean, we definitely achieved herd immunity. Where's the news about that? I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I, I'm not actually serious. I'm just thinking what we kind of did for certain strains, maybe. Does that make sense? Scientists watching that think I'm dumb? Uh, I think we did achieve herd immunity for the first strains and then the second one and the Delta one. I mean, come on, show me a peer reviewed study that says, actually, I don't care. I don't care if it's peer reviewed. If it's double blind, I'm all yours. Science is dumb. I like how I'm trying to debunk science as a, like, can you imagine just someone like trying to parody Sci yeah, give me a double-blind study and make sure it's peer-reviewed and they're being ironic. I'm sure there's people that do that, like, on the on the fringe. on the, Like, Q-tards probably do that. They probably mock studies that are peer-reviewed because they don't know what it means or whatever. And they think all scientists are, like, conspiring, you know, conspir like, whatever the word is, together. Um, there's people that think that, for sure. And I'm sure maybe some maybe there is some conspiracies in in the science community, but then but all it takes to to be a scientist is to also what does it take to be a scientist? Because anyone could kind of call themselves a scientist if they do a little bit of science. They have to get paid to do it. I don't know. I don't know, man. I just think there's gonna be always be some good scientists. And it shouldn't even matter if they're good. Or... See, that's the thing about science. It's not like you could be like, "Well, this is a he's a shitty scientist because he uh, didn't invent anything." Well, okay, but he also uh, tested other people's inventions, and he found that they're sh they, uh, not inventions, but he studied he peer reviewed some studies, and he found that the studies were correct that's all he did and that's all he needs to do because that's all science needs to be all it needs to do is kind of substantiate that something in reality is period you thought i was going to say more but then as, as i was thinking about it i was like no that's the, that's a complete sentence that's pretty much all it is it just confirms it doesn't just it 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 tells you what's going on in reality. That's all science really, it's a process to figure out what's true and what's not true. 
in essence. And uh, so peer reviewing something, if that validates a study, then that's science. That's all that matters. We don't care what else the guy does in his free time. We don't care if he's a shitty, if he breaks beakers, I don't care. He peer reviewed something and he might be the worst scientist in the world, but he peer reviewed it. And so now I feel like I have no idea what I'm talking about after that uh, sentence um, because I think it does matter if you're a shitty scientist because then you have no, like, who, who the fuck are the peers that are reviewing? Are they good peers or shitty peers? What the hell does that mean, peer-reviewed? I don't know because I assume it means somebody who's uh, an expert in the field that is being studied. Otherwise, what the hell? It doesn't matter if they review it. That's why it's peer-reviewed, not just randomly reviewed. This study was reviewed by 50 random people on the street, and, we've, and they all agree that it's good shit. I don't say the N-word too often. It's just not my thing. I text it to people, but I use it in like the, the modern, friendly sense, like not the classical way. Like, it's just great. It's just a great word to call somebody you want to hang out with. There's nothing hateful about it. It's just a word that needs... So it's not a word that should be eradicated. I like that I live in a culture that makes things less difficult for people going through rough times. Like, it's now inappropriate to call someone homeless. You have to say they're experiencing homelessness. They're going through a condition. It doesn't mean it's what they are. And I was thinking about that. It's like, does that really help anybody? I go, oh, you're not, I'm not going to call you homeless, but I'll call you experiencing homeless. It means the exact same thing, and there's z it does absolutely zero to solve the problem except for maybe that you have a weak self-esteem by being called what you are. So there's that implies <laughs> that implies that there's homeless people on the street that would not be homeless if they had simply not been called homeless because it hurt their self-esteem to not work hard enough to stop being fucking homeless because they took it as like an identity crisis. It gave them like this feeling of like hopelessness that somebody called them what they are. Is there really people out there that are homeless because of that? That's it? That's the only reason? Okay, so so that's not, it's not because you're on drugs. It's not because you're addicted to heroin or, or schizophrenic. It's because somebody called you what you are, and that hurt your uh, ego. <laughs> that hurt your self-esteem, and now you're just, you're hopeless. It's like if you had only specified that it's not necessarily, if you you know, permanent. If you had just simply said that I'm experiencing homelessness, if you had simply added five more syllables that are not easy to say syllables, experience, I just fucking damaged my vocal cords by saying, by doing that. So you want me to hurt my vocal cords because you are a homeless person with low with a fragile with a fragile sense of self i got to age my vocal cords and do irreparable damage to them by saying experience fuck that word fuck any word that has an x in it and an s afterwards i i i met somebody at a comedy club and uh after they left I, I, they said, I, I'm in that Prius right there. And, I, I, you know, I was saying goodbye to them or whatever. I was like, okay, enjoy your Prius. And I felt myself go, I, I was like, oh, sh I was just kidding. Because I, I was like, why did I say that came off? Like, that, that came off dickish. It came off a little bit douchey uh, to tell somebody that. Because Priuses are goofy cars like nobody is like oh yeah i drive a prius nobody like looks at that as like a status symbol 
it's a oft often made fun of car, and so I felt like a douchebag because this guy I didn't know this guy or somebody I just met, so I didn't want him to like take offense, um, and I so I caught myself. I would have never done that to somebody if I didn't drive better cars. If I if I was not at that point in my life where I had cool cars, I don't know. I didn't like like of course I like a Prius. Of course he's not going to enjoy a Prius. That's an irony. It's an ironic thing to. It's a sarcastic thing to say. Sardonic. You don't enjoy. Nobody enjoys a Prius. It's just a thing that it's a, it's a completely utilitarian car. Uh, and to brag, you're helping the environment. Or but, but Tesla is that and it's a cool so anyway i'm better so fuck that guy hope he enjoys his shitty fucking prius what a loser man anyway i um i have a lot of free time still no desire to use it with like to fill it up with anything because i'm on this medication and i have like a bad mood like i have no energy or desire or motivation to do that to do anything like this was took a lot of planning, like, this took a lot of mental energy to just do this, uh, so doing anything, like, even, like, taking out the garbage is, like, brutally, it's, like, a lot of work, um, so I have a lot of free time, but I, tr so I'm trying to use it by doing something productive and creative, so I'm trying to do some songwriting, and that's not good for my ego, because I'm actually pretty good at it, and, um, it's going to only cause more narcissistic injuries because it's going to be like, oh, great, this person's being a dick to me and, he, and, and I'm a good songwriter too on top of it. Well, that, that's, an, that's a disproportionate way to be treated based on my talent. Don't, can't, don't they see my talent badge? Don't they see my armband that says talented Jew? So never do anything that confirms that you're talented if you're a narcissist. Some people just can't handle it. Some people, because uh, there's no cure for narcissists. Let's face it. You could get therapy. You could be self-aware like I kind of am, but I still am one. I still need the narcissistic supply. And then once I don't get it anymore, I'm going to lash out. I don't know, man. I need to be on like some kind of mood levelizer or just mushrooms. I don't know. I do want to grow mushrooms, um, but that takes work. And like I said, I don't have the energy. I, I don't have the the ability to do anything right now that takes, uh, yeah, don't have the, I don't have the uh, life force. That's a good word. Uh and as I was walking to my car, my better car than the Prius, to continue that that uh, anecdote, it's not over yet. I walked past these uh, like this homeless, this group of homeless people, and I should have crossed the street, but I didn't want to like be one of those people that crosses the street just because of homeless people. But I should have because they yelled something at me and they started following me. But then they stopped following, so nothing happened. But I was just thinking, like, well, this could turn into something eventually if I keep doing this. If I keep going out here, you know, enough time, somebody will try to mug me or whatever. And so I was like, if I do, I know how to de-escalate a situation like that. If somebody tried to mug me, would I just immediately tell them? Like, would I threaten them with a with a gun? Would I? do something to hint at them that I am going to shoot them if if they <laughs> I'm assuming they don't have a gun. I'm saying this in this situation this would just be somebody who doesn't have a gun who's trying to mug somebody in Texas of all places. Like what do you say to de-escalate it? Or because I don't I wouldn't want to escalate it. You don't want to use your gun unless you have to. Uh like Kyle Rittenhouse, he didn't want. I don't think he wanted to use it. Maybe he did. I can't psychoanalyze him, but uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to use it. That would suck to have to shoot somebody on the sidewalk. Like you're not gonna look good in that situation. Uh, it, you know, it's not warranted. But 
you got to do something to get them to back off. So what do you do if you're trying to like be like, yo, this is like, what do you say to show them that's not, that's not illegal? Do you just say, uh, this is Texas. Be careful. <laughs> you got to say something that's not super threatening. Cause you want to just threaten somebody just cause they are, well, it depends what they're doing. It really just depends on the situation. But, uh, like, don't they realize that this is Texas and a lot of people are armed? I don't know. I don't think it's a good idea to mug people in Texas. And especially right now in the post, in the post COVID world, everybody's on edge. Most, like, pretty much so many people are not doing well mentally right now. It's just not a good time to test somebody in a defensive situation. Like, don't test somebody in Texas. They might uh, not even give you much. Uh, they're just, they're just gonna, they might just pull their gun out and start shooting. They, don't, they might uh, Mark Chapman your ass. They might John Lennon you. Uh, I mean, and uh, I guess I do get angry at uh, people that gave me bad advice. I, I I hate when somebody gives me advice and it turns out to be garbage and they were so arrogant about it and they didn't even, it was unsolicited. It's like, I didn't ask, I didn't fucking ask and, they, and then they turn out to be fucking dumb. Years later, I, it dawns on me how ro- fucking bad their advice was. Like, because I knew they're full of shit, dude. Like, when I was young, I didn't go to college because, and my parents kind of pressured me a, a few times going to go to college. And like, I knew it was bullshit way before everybody else knew. Like now, everybody knows that college is bullshit. Like, unless you're being a lawyer or a doctor, that's pretty much it. Um, aside from a few institutional type jobs, like that are very, you know, based on legalities like that, like a doctor, which is just legal. You need to get a medical degree to get into that business. That's, I'm not saying that's whatever. The point is college is a fucking scam and everybody knows it now. I kind of was like, yeah, I don't need to go. I, I, I'm my own person. I could just develop a skill and do it, do whatever I want to do. I don't need to go to college. And uh, nobody ever apologized to me for giving me that advice, that arrogant wrong. And like, I knew my parents were full of shit. They didn't know what they're talking about. I was like, yeah, go to college. Sure. Didn't like Bill Gates drop out of college. Like I just want to, why can't I just be an entrepreneur or something like that? He's like, I don't know, man. So they, they didn't have, I don't remember what they said to that. I think I won the, the argument. Um, I think they just said, uh, well, he's Bill Gates. I was like, yeah. So he started off as Bill Gates. He didn't develop that over time. Yeah, he, I know he's Bill Gates. I'm saying I'm using him as an example of someone super successful that, that dropped out of college. So which, yeah, I know I know who he is. I don't know. I, I was I was I was just pisses me off. They're like, like when adults think they know what's best for a kid just based on their old like what was drilled into them. But there's nothing interesting, nothing magical about college that you can't get from anywhere else, like from the internet, from learning. Like the knowledge that you get in college is all available online for free. All of it, even medical stuff, lawyer, law stuff. What do you have to, I mean, okay, maybe there's some stuff that's behind a paywall. Okay, pay 30 bucks a month and you'll get every legal document known to man and every medical uh, textbook. So college is a scam. But I'm not saying any specific college is a scam because as a as a Jew, I, I have a general knowledge of law and I know you're not supposed to do, uh, to slander certain ins- you're not allowed to just say, for example, that Harvard, has a rape dungeon in their basement. You're not allowed to say that. I know that. I know that because I have natural... I just know the laws. And, I, yeah, like, nobody's ever sent me a, a card in the mail saying, hey, you were... you. Were, I'm sorry that I gave you that, uh, that arrogant advice. You were... Turns out you were right as a kid. And uh, 
Some kids are smart, dude. Like, you ever see kids? Like, kids are like Greta Thunberg. That, like, you know what I mean? Like, that girl is an, ex- like, there are some smart kids. Like, she, like, I don't care about, like, the whole global warming crisis thing or whatever she was talking about. I, could, I couldn't care less about what's going on with the environment, like, what's going to happen to the Earth. I could couldn't give a fuck less. We'll just go to Mars. But she is clearly, like, smarter than most adults. I just don't like the complacency that adults have where they think they know everything. And meanwhile, there's this kid that's just, like, way ahead of them at everything. Dude, that Greta Thunberg, Thunberg, she is somebody that deserve she's smart i i mean she does she seems she's a very eloquent person that that seems like an adult that just makes adults seem dumb by comparison the planet earth could go to hell in a handbasket for all i care but yeah i'm in a different spot of my desk because I'm trying to do songwriting. I'm this is I have more space to do music stuff here. That's why I'm in a different area of the desk for people for people watching. This is an audio podcast, also a video podcast. I went to a comedy show 2 days ago to see um TJ Miller. Uh he he was doing he did a midnight show. Otherwise, I would have not gone. Because I just wasn't really awake enough. Yeah, so I went to a midnight show. I was like, hell yeah, I'll go to a midnight show. And um, it was a good show. And I am a, a fan of him, even to the point where I paid to see him. But then I found out he would not want me as a fan. Um, but I can't control that I find him interesting. I can't control who I find interesting. Um, I didn't meet him. He was He's too famous to do meet and greets, or at least he didn't want to, at least. I don't blame him, though, because the first thing that comes up if you Google him like, is about how he got accused of a bunch of shit. He has a bunch of negative news articles that come up if you Google him, so I, don't, I get it. He gets a lot of hate, and that sucks. Uh, but it was a great show, and... Uh, they say never meet your heroes. Did I say this already? Uh, but I haven't. I didn't meet him, so <laughs> I didn't meet him. Uh, he did not do a meet and greet. I almost went up to him because he did for a second. He left the green room and then he left the club. And I guess I could have gone up to him, but who gives a shit? I don't want to bother him. Uh, but I did buy hot sauce from him. He sells this uh, this hot sauce. I didn't buy it from him. I bought it from some dude. Uh, and, uh, but I, it, the money went to, to, to TJ directly. And so I don't know why I bought it. I guess I just thought like, Hey, I, I guess I'll, I'll buy hot sauce. I, I could use some, I have, I, I like hot sauce. I don't have any. So, and uh, I just wanted to, uh, support. I don't know why I bought it. I, I, I guess I just wanted to meet TJ Miller and he did, I did not meet him. So it was kind of a waste of money to be honest. But, uh, but let's let's try it. This is this will be like an this will be like hot ones or whatever. It has a vinegar, cayenne pepper, habanero. That's the one I wanted. That's the one I care about. Habanero. I didn't get the ghost. Who cares? So it's not even gonna be hot. I should have got the ghost pepper one if I was gonna do it on the podcast. But let's just try. Who cares? I said to suck it out. That was gross. That was disgusting. Yeah, that tastes good. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. Anyway, so let's move on with the episode. I think we're almost done. Um, It's not that hot. It has a kick to it, but it's not that bad. Uh, I think it's fucked up also that you could bring guns into comedy clubs. That you that's like anyone could just assassinate a comedian if they're at a certain club. That is scary in a post Will Smith punching Chris Rock age, day and age. Like we live in a post Will Smith slapping 
Chris Rock world. And to comedians, that is scary because it sets a precedence. It's like, hey, if Will Smith can get away with it, then what's stopping degenerates, like people that are not Will Smith, who are way more likely to actually do it? Yeah, it scares comedians. Not that I care because I don't go, I barely do it anymore, but... What was the point? Yeah, the point is you could just bring a gun into certain comedy clubs and just shoot somebody during... Like, there's nothing stopping you. So I do think we need uh, not better gun control, just just uh, for comedy clubs to not let guns in. So that is gun control, but, but this is, you know, private business. Uh, I'm just saying, man, there's some comedians that could potentially be assassinated... So you probably should not just let anybody in. If you're <laughs> I'm saying there should be some security at comedy clubs. Like some. Like at least one fat guy. Which there was. At this one. At the one I'm thinking of. But uh, I, I mean like just should you allow guns at comedy clubs man? Seems kind of dangerous. Seems very dangerous. In a post-COVID, post-Will Smith slapping Chris Rock world. It's what a fucked up time to be alive, man. Like, Bob Saget's dead. Norm MacDonald is not alive. Can you imagine? What is that? How is that? The How the fuck are we supposed to live in a world without Norm MacDonald? Bob Saget, okay. But Norm MacDonald is not alive. I can't wrap my head around that. How could somebody so important just go away? And there wasn't even like a big like a big uh uh to do about it. Like there wasn't like a parade. I mean, I get it. Gay people need parades, but like come on, I can't have one for Norm Macdonald. We do the gay one like every year in every city. That's a lot of parades. You can't just count it as one parade. Every city has like a gay pride parade. That's a shitload of parades if you add them up. And not one for Norm MacDonald. We don't have a lot of parades for comedians that die. That's not good. Robin Williams deserved a parade. I mean, come on. What a dick move of society. Society, if society was a person, they would, they should be punched in the face by Will Smith. I think that's what Will Smith was doing. I think he thought Chris Rock was just a, was just a representation of society. And it was just all this bottled up rage of him hearing these gossip articles about how his wife cheats on him. And like, it's just like, fuck you, society. So Chris Rock was just the tipping point for what was actually a much larger, grandiose problem with society, and that is that society's a dick. That's why I don't promote this podcast, dude. Society would hate this podcast. Society would be would immediately throw it in the trash can and be like, "Fuck this guy," but also let's let him keep doing it because we kind of fun to cancel people so actually like do people i guess when people try to cancel people some of them do want them to actually stop doing the thing they're doing uh i think most people just want them to suffer like when uh a comedian gets canceled they don't actually get fired from anything necessarily like crystalia didn't get fired from comedy. He just got uh, a lot of bad press and people talk shit about him and wanted him to suffer, I guess. But did they really want him to stop uh, being him, like doing stuff? No, I mean, because then they'd have less things to talk about. They wouldn't be able to really, I mean, okay, you won. He's not, he's no longer doing anything. He's just like, no, you want him to keep putting stuff out so then you have more fodder to be like, look at what he did now. So actually, that's why I think society uh, does want me to do this. 
Nobody wants there to be no Nazis. And I'm not saying that has to do anything with, with me. I'm not saying I'm a Nazi. Uh, I'm saying nobody wants there to be zero Nazis in the world because then there'd be nothing to talk shit about. There'd be no... We wouldn't be able to post a bunch of, like, infographics about how much white supremacy is, like, taking over the world. And, like, like look at all these Nazi groups in Europe. Like, well... If there was zero of them, you wouldn't be able to be, like feel superior to them. You wouldn't be able to do what Nazis do, which is feel superior to other people, because there wouldn't be any Nazis. I don't know, man. That's a very weird thing to say, but people need somebody to shit on. Society needs somebody. Needs an underbelly or an underling. Like... um there needs to be a caste system and a class system in every society, I think. I think it's just kind of part of, I think it's part and parcel to what makes a society even exist is that there's a class system. And I'm not trying, you know, this is not like new ground I'm breaking, I don't think. I'm sure that there's anthropologists or somebody, some scientist that peer reviews stuff that would know more about this. I feel like Jordan Peterson would ha- would know a little bit about this. He'd be like, yes, there's a class system everywhere. No, no, no. That's not how he talks. But uh, uh, he would be like, yeah, like, like every society has some class classism in it. And classism is like racism for wealth. Uh, it's when uh, like a rich person pisses on a Prius because it's not a good enough car, or it's one a Prius owner, or more accurate, more accurately, a uh, Toyota Corolla driver pisses on a Ferrari because they hate the rich person. You know, they hate, they just hate the sight of somebody better than doing better than them. And by virtue of pissing on their car, it, it actually proves that they're worse than the rich person. The rich person doesn't go around pissing on Priuses. So actually, you're, all you're doing is showing that there's a rich person out there that's, that's uh, better than you. So I don't really know what you're trying to prove by doing that. It's like the same thing with racism. It's like, okay, you're going to do something racist to another person, and all you're doing is proving that white people are dicks or whoever's being racist. I'm assuming it's a white guy because they're the best at it. But all you're doing is proving that you're an asshole. So what, you're not helping the white race by being an asshole. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of hard for them to to be racist, I guess. It's hard for them to be a violent racist, that, that is. If you're a nonviolent racist, okay, whatever. Wow, that hot sauce is kind of giving me like a little bit of a... Stomach achy feeling. It was it was good, man. It was good, you know, just habanero, so it wasn't that spicy, so it wasn't like a, that interesting. And uh I think that covers it. I mean, there's more ahead here, but uh, I really think I covered a lot of ground. I guess I'm saying like with the sh- like classism, that's poor people racism. I mean, I mean, don't you don't have to think I don't know that there's not a... I know that there's poor racists. There's plenty of racist people that are poor. But another way, another thing that they're good at is, is hating rich people. There's classism that goes upwards, too. It's, it's possible to, to punch up with classes. You could, there's so much classism on uh, the Internet, on Reddit, Reddit is a hive mind. It's a cesspool for classism. They hate rich people. By any means, they like to talk shit about anybody who has any money, the upper class or middle class, anything above them, they despise. Like landlords, they despise landlords. Um, It's like, okay, I mean, landlords are people. I, I mean, I get it. You don't like paying rent, but like you could make your own I don't know like what what else is the other alternative you just don't you get free housing so yeah 
I mean, and then they just think that it's possible to just get free housing. I get. I think that's what they. Th- I don't know. I can only assume. I don't know any. I. 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 I guess I've met people that identify as like communist, and they think that if they just relieve relieve all wealth, if they just I don't know what the fuck they want. They think they could just redistribute wealth and that and make housing more affordable. Maybe that's true. But I don't think it'll ever be free. I mean, nothing's free. There's no such thing as free. But don't look, don't, hey, don't, what do I know? I'm just, uh, I mean, I don't know. Some things are free. Like who, Whoever's made up that phrase is dumb. Every, Of course there's stuff that's free. Air is free. The sunlight's free. Nobody charges you for sunlight yet. I'm surprised that's still free. That's a natural resource that you could just get just by going outside. You just go outside, boom, you get all this free sunlight. That's free, you dumbass. Um, there's other shit that I could think of that's free, like nitrogen. That's in the ox. That's in the air. Air is not just oxygen. There's also like hydrogen and nitrogen in there. I think that's so. That's free. Grass, you could steal. You could just take grass if you just go in unincorporated uh, lands. You could probably just take grass if you could just take it. Anyway, so this has been a good episode. I no longer consider myself a comedian. I already said that. Oh yeah, somebody asked me what my style was because I guess I they asked if I was a comic and I just said yes because I guess I'm still a comic at heart. And they said, what's your style? And I was like, and I don't think any comedian likes being asked that question. I don't think, I think pretty much every comedian would, that, that has been doing it for more than a year or five gets annoyed at that. It's like, just check me out. Just look it up and you'll see what my style is. Go fuck yourself. I'm not going to tell you what my, st- yeah, I'm a little bit, I'm edgy. Like, that's what I said. I just said, I don't know. I do edge. I just do edgy over the top bullshit. And I, don't, I hate that I even said that. I hate that I summed it up in that way because it's so banal sounding. Yeah, I just do edgy sh- It's like, fuck, I don't know what I do. I do whatever I find funny, and that could change. I don't, it's not all edgy necessarily. I could get a laugh just by saying a word wrong. That's not edgy. I mean, I don't always have to do that. So I hate it. Fuck that guy again. He's the same guy with the Prius. Fuck him and his Prius. <laughs> it's not right. um, and I don't have a problem with uh, celebrities. That's that I would like if they capitalized their scandals. Like when I saw T.J. Miller, I like. I'm a fan of him. So it's not like I'm. I'm not trying to shit on him. He's an easy target. But like I was kind of hoping that he would address some of his scandals. I was hoping that he would sell like a t-shirt with like a train and a bomb on it. I think that would be funny. Like if Cosby had a merch table after his shows like selling like Spanish fly, that wouldn't bother me. That'd be funny. Like as long as some of the money goes to the victims. It'd be the most tasteless thing in the world. But it's not like he could turn his image around at this point. Like, so he might as well capitalize on it. It's like I th- I'm pretty sure he's gonna go down as a dude who raped a lot of. Like, there's no way his image is gonna become what it was 20 years ago. So I'm a genius, is what I'm getting at. That's the point of that sentence. That long that topic that I just nailed. I've been nailing this episode. Anyway, that's it, though. That's the end of it, though. So thank you very much for watching or listening to it. I'll see you next week.